0: You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. How? What'd you just do? I just bit my <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. I oh my gosh, we have the almost same exact nail color. We do. Wait, where did you get yours done? Lux. Mm, I got mine at LV. Do you remember what number yours is? no 114 jeez i do not remember that i had to memorize it because i wanted to get this every time now this was not and what i, I thought it was forget. gonna be
1: on the little display i thought it was gonna be a little more like taupey than this and it ended up looking more like a purple note but yeah i don't mind it. i'm here
0: for it yeah i like it we're like literal twins i feel like it's in we're so hip we'll send we'll send a pic oh yeah our... hey guys <laughs> Welcome to episode 42 of the Heart and Soul podcast. We're back in action. We're back, baby. It's just the two of us again. Yeah. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> But honestly, people like it, you right? Know? You guys
0: like it, right? I hope so. I'm just going to assume we you said get yes, good feedback on that. But Not truly, we have the next 2 weeks we have a guest the next 2 weeks, so we kind of just like threw off our rhythm a little bit and we did next. like well, we have
1: interviews. The for next three, three. weeks, yeah, yeah. The next
0: three weeks, we have interviews. So we figured we just would give y'all what you want, and yeah. just it would be just us, you know. So honestly, we you're think welcome. you miss us. You will, like
1: you know, it'll be like almost a month of
0: not us. So I mean, we'll be here, but like, you know what I mean? Like, we won't be here. Yeah,
1: it won't be about
0: us. Which is all that matters.
1: <laughs> I, like I have those. Navy, I like, have these leggings too. Yeah. Are they from Old Navy? Yes. Yeah, we're the same He's person. Twins. Um I feel like this is the most
0: obnoxious intro we've ever done. But uh, yeah, but you know at episode 42 you start forgetting yeah what you've done in the past. So I'm sure there's
1: We just start talking and we don't ever really know what's going to happen next. Yeah. So
0: um we also have a my brother-in-law is sitting in my living room right now. <laughs> oh, that was a test. You mm-hmm. failed. He said he had his headphones on and couldn't hear us. but yeah, he, he can hear us. They can, are in. He can. And
1: that is all I said. He <laughs> can
0: definitely hear us. Um, so if you hear any like noises, farting, partying, farting. Sneezing, mm-hmm. sneezing, clicking of computers, mm-hmm. I think he said farting. Not oh. <laughs> No, I said partying. Uh,
1: think farting. Or I thought you said farting. Or if you hear farting, because then you said sneezing next, so that would be You're the right. next yeah, best guess. Maybe I did.
0: Maybe <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to listen. We'll, we'll have to listen, listen back. back. We have it recorded. Um so yeah. We today are gonna we actually have a review of the week, so we're gonna start with that. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for leaving a review, y'all. One yeah. review this week. We're so appreciative. <laughs> that we know
1: of. Yeah, one that we know of. Okay. Do I read it?
0: Yeah. Honestly I don't know whose turn it is these days. Cause... I don't remember
1: either. Okay. The best In all caps, podcast, five stars by I love IMAX. (laughs) with Three three exclamation points.
0: I love IMAX too. So great.
1: (laughs) IMAX changed my life, so I am here for this. Okay, she said, I randomly stumbled on this podcast last spring after a really tough winter. I was looking for some fun pick-me-up podcast to listen to on the way to work in the morning. What I didn't realize is that heart and soul, along with Catherine and Chelsea, would honestly become such a huge part of my life. I wake up every Wednesday so excited for the positivity, perspective, humorous, and thought-provoking conversations they bring to the table. I only wish I lived in Wilmington to meet these amazing women in person. Keep doing what you what you do and letting your light shine. You are affecting lives around the world. This particular life you are affecting all the way up in Minnesota. <gasps> I, I think Minnesota? What's, the, what's M-N? Min- is that Maine or Minnesota? Min-
0: Minnesota. M-A is Maine, I think. I don't no, know. MA is Massachusetts. Well, wherever you are, it starts with an M. Wherever you are, it's far from Holmington. It's not North Carolina.
1: <laughs> That's all we know. <laughs> so she said, You ladies are amazing. Thank you so much. That was so sweet.
0: And That's seriously wow. so sweet. I wish that you were here too. I know. Um, maybe you can come visit us one day from MA. <laughs> For the MN. MN. MN.
1: I'm gonna, I need to look this oh, up. Yeah.
0: Minnesota? It's okay, Minnesota. There, we here, have confirmation. Yeah. Thank you.
1: We just need you here. Like, they have... Um, yeah, like yeah, like, producers. The, the Tonight Show, though, has that, like, little guy that, like, sits Yeah, like, 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 like fact videos. check us. You're, you're
0: a producer where you, are like, Google everything to make sure we're correct. Maybe we should just hire Patrick. Yeah, if you want to sit closer so people can hear <laughs> your fact checks, <laughs> that would be great. We don't need Um, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, thank you so much for the review. Seriously... Blows our mind when y'all re- leave those reviews. So um, mm-hmm. keep doing it. <laughs> yes. Pause. Press five stars. Leave a review. And we'll love you even more than we already do. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Happies and crappies? Yeah. You Happies start. and crappies? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't had. I, my happy is that um, Patrick's here in town. He just winked at me. He paid me to say that, but, um, no, he's in town. So, um, I'll, I'm always in a better mood when Patrick's around. Um, that Patrick is Michael's brother. So my brother-in-law and that's really, really cool. And then my crappy, it's just, it's been a tough week, you know, sometimes, um, obstacles in life come. I don't know how much I can say, but yeah. it's just been a tough week and I, um, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was your foot. I am honestly, well, actually, this is, like, a cool testimony. So, on Saturday, I was, like, I had a really rough day, and I was feeling super, like, anxious. I even went and got, Michael got me a massage, like, to help me on Saturday morning. And, like, the lady who was massaging me, she does, like, Troy recommended her, so she's, like, super functional. Mm -hmm. And she, like, was touching my, like, sternum and didn't didn't, like, prompt me to do anything, but after like a couple seconds was like, are you an anxious person? And I was like, yes. And she was like, Oh, I can tell. And I was like, how? And she was like, from your breathing. Like I, I just know when people struggle with anxiety and I was like, Ugh. Yeah. so anyways, I had like last week was just a really anxiety ridden week. And I had, remember I told you I had that pain in my stomach. Yeah. So I, I don't know, like maybe I'm over spiritualizing this, but like it was so, it felt like I've had kidney stones before and I, ha, it felt like the same like symptom I had for a kidney stone prior to like actually having the stone. So I was like, oh no, it's coming. Mm-hmm. And like, I even got so in my head, like middle of last week, I was like, am I pregnant? I like took a pregnancy test. I'm like not mm-hmm. pregnant. And I was just like, what is this pain? And it lasted from like Monday through Saturday. And then Sunday I went to church and like we had um, a really cool message about, like, Ephesians 4 or 5. I can't remember. But one of the passages, like, about marriage. And so we, like, had all the married couples, like, go around and say um, something that, like, like, kind of, like, a pro tip, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, what's something that you do in your home that, like, strengthens you both for marriage and stuff? And, like, Michael and I had just, like, had such an anxious day before that, like, I was not kind to him. And I was, like, reacting from my stress and so one of the one of the couples was like I think that what's helped me most in marriage is being quick to apologize and I was like convicted Mm -hmm. because I was giving him so much like attitude that wasn't for him it was just like projected from my anxiety Mm -hmm. so I ended up like we're about to like wrap up and I was like okay um I have to say something because I was getting so hot Like, you know when you're like, I know I need to say something. It's like, I don't know, call it the Holy Spirit. Call it just like you're, you know, conscious. But it's like, I need to say something. So my body was like heated. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to say it. So I like admitted my anxiety lately and then apologized to Michael in front of everyone. I was like, that really convicted me because he did not deserve like the attitude that I was giving him the day before. And like marriage... Is work, But honestly, for us, it's been so easy. Like, it's so fun. And, like, everyone says it's so hard. But, like, we had a hard weekend. And I need to apologize for, like, my role in that. So, anyways, they were all so encouraging. And this is such a long-winded crappy. But um, they all, they, like, circled around me. And, like, we prayed. And it was, like, so weird. But literally after the prayer, they, like, all laid hands on me. And after they prayed... Like, we went to Dave & Buster's with Patrick that afternoon, and my pain has been gone since. And Mm. I don't know if it's, like, maybe it was just, like, a gas bubble or something. I don't know. You know, like, maybe it it was a physical thing that's just, like, oh, it just, like, ran its race. But I'm thinking it could have been just stress. Yeah. Like, just, like, physically rooting itself in my body and then, like, just feeling – like, I felt so – relieved after they prayed just and after like admitting you know like I'm not having a great week that I think that just letting go of that like releasing that was like the pain went away yeah and so I don't know but that was kind of like a happy and a crappy because it was like a cool God moment but it was also like just riding the wave of like anxiety all week and just exploding kind of and needing the church or needing your community which is why I'm so like passionate about community because if you keep things inside you don't you can't see like half of what healing you can have from just like being vulnerable and letting your community in so yeah that was long-winded your turn (laughs)
1: that's that's great um I'm glad you're feeling better thank you let's see my happy I guess I would have a few one of them was just Finally having a weekend where we stayed in Wilmington. Yes, um, y'all needed that. It's been a while. And even though I had to work a little bit, like I had two engagement sessions, um, I still was, you know, able to be home and like hang out with Jordan and and Wrigley. And it was kind of like a crappy weather weekend. So it was nice to just like huddle in and and stay with them. Be cozy. Um, Yeah, but then... Sunday morning it was it happened to be beautiful and Jordan was like let's take Wrigley to the beach and that was that
0: was so cute
1: if you have seen my videos of Wrigley on the beach like she is the happiest dog you've ever seen when she's on the beach she loves it so much she like runs in circles yeah she just and she's so good like we It's probably legal to have her off the leash. And people always message me like, isn't it illegal? Don't you get in trouble? I'm like, we just go to the spots where there's literally nobody there. And nobody gives us any problems because she listens. She doesn't run away. Yeah, bear would run
0: away. But,
1: (laughs) yeah. she I mean, she'll, like, run circles around us. But any time we go, "Ah," or, like, snap her fingers to come back, she does. So that was just the most fun to, like, spend the morning with our coffee on the beach, like, the two of us, before I had to go work again and watch our dog have the... Time of her dang life. (laughs) Um, And then I had some really sweet engagement sessions, which were really fun. Do you have a wedding this weekend? I do. I saw your post today. Yeah, I have a wedding on Saturday. Is it in Wilmington? It's in Raleigh. Okay. So, back on the road. On Uh, the road again? Yeah, I have weddings every weekend until the weekend before Thanksgiving.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, for the next, like, month.
1: Two of them are mine. Two of them, I'm second shooting. So... Gotcha. That's at least... A plus. The yeah. second shooting ones, I just have to show up. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's a bit of a busy time, so that's not really, like, my crappy. I guess it's just, like, finding that balance, like I talked about last week. Just trying to find stay your afloat. Me time. Find my me time. Um, Settle into, like, somewhat of a routine. Um, yeah. I don't really have any other crappies. I don't, that's great. I don't think. Only thing would be a Saturday's engagement session. I got a parking ticket. Um, but here's the thing. So, at Fort Fisher? No, at Wrightsville Beach. Oh, I was like, um, that's
0: weird. I've never like seen anyone out at Fort Fisher.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It ended up not being a crappy because of the couple that I was shooting is literally the, the sweetest humans I've ever met. So, um, her name is Juliana and Austin. Shout out because she listens to the podcast. Hey, girl. She ended up winning. A giveaway that I did like months ago for an engagement session and we scheduled it for October because they weren't quite ready to do them they just like our schedules weren't lining up for the spring and summer so we did it that weekend they came in from Raleigh and um, we knew it was gonna rain later that day so we decided to move up the shoot long story short we met at the beach and I ended up like pulling in right beside them in the car so we just both got like excited to see each other in person gave them a big hug they had their puppy with them and it was all just chaotic that we completely forgot to pay to park so we just walked right onto the beach completely forgot to pay um and so we start doing their session they went back to the car to change and they took our tickets because she was like i'm paying for your ticket and so i didn't even know we got tickets until we got back to the car to say goodbye and she's like just you know in case you get anything in mail we got a parking ticket, but don't worry, I'm taking care of it. I was like, you did not have to do that. And she's like, No, no, no. We're taking care of this because you did this for us. She got me a little card and a gift card. Like, just that's so sweet. So kind. Those people make my heart sing. Like, I don't know. When I get to work with couples like that, it just makes me that's so thoughtful. happy. And like, yeah, when people just appreciate you like that, it means the world. Just small right. gestures like that are just go such a long way. So anyway, that was also a crappy that turned into a happy. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I can think of. It's just been a good... That's so cute. I know, right? Ugh, they're so sweet.
0: I want to be that sweet. I'm just not a good gift giver. I'm not very thoughtful. Yeah. Um, whatever. Um, anyway. Anyways. Since, <laughs> that was a <laughs> terrible <laughs> transition, but... I'm just like thinking about my like love languages now, but... Yeah. What are your love languages?
1: Um, well... Isn't there a difference between like what you receive and what you you give?
0: Yeah, but I think mine are the same.
1: I feel like mine are too. Mine are um, words of affirmation and physical touch.
0: Yeah, mine are words of affirmation and quality time. And I feel like I both give that and receive that.
1: Yeah, I feel like I I give that more like with Jordan, but I think with... I mean, I am like a touchy huggy person and like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm more with like Michael as well, but like with other people, I love giving gifts too. Or just You're like a doing very small good gift giver. Thank you. And like
0: a note writer. Yeah. Like you are, you have etiquette Thanks. that I um, am looking for.
1: <laughs> I just, I don't know. That's just like a, in me. I don't have, I that's I like 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 feel a, bad
0: if I don't do something That's like a that. good quality to have because it like you need that your whole life. Yeah. And it's, like, so important.
1: It goes back to, like, the Enneagram thing, the the two in me.
0: Oh, yeah, you're wing oh, two, right? No, I am a two. Oh, I thought you were three wing two. You're two wing three. Wing three, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right, tangent done. Tangent much. Okay. Um. So today, Chelsea came up with a really great idea to talk about. Thank you. So I'm going to let you intro it.
1: Yeah, so I feel like especially lately – I've just been kind of reflecting on like the last couple of years since Catherine and I like started this whole thing. And <laughs> from where we both were in our personal lives and like our businesses when that started and like when we met versus where we are now, it's like really astonishing. Yeah. And so many of the women that we have coming onto our podcast when they when they're giving their tangible advice at the end. They're keeping it very short and simple, but their answer is to just do it, to just go for it, just start. However, they've worded it, it's, it's all kind message, of yeah. circled back to the same message. And so I thought on today's episode, we can just talk about what that has meant to us and then just give you guys some encouragement and some like tangible tips on how to do that yourself. What are the things that you need to strive for, to work past, to overcome? Um, and just kind of hearing our stories and, like, how we got to where we are today. Because, I mean, even since we did our What We Do episode, we've both transitioned changed. so many things. We've changed jobs. We've changed jobs. Both of us. And, um, well, not necessarily, like, completely. We're still doing a lot of the same thing. But the, the percentage of what we're doing in each of those right, right. has changed a lot. And the places in the which places, we're doing it. The places, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I figured we would just kind of, like, check in with each other, ask each other the same questions in terms of our
0: journeys and just kind of see where it goes from there. I love it. I'm so excited. And this can like be applied to not only career. Like right. this this just do it mentality is kind of like just a sense of like a sense of bravery like to step into whatever right that is for you. Like maybe it's just you know going on a first date or yeah. <laughs> you know like just making a move in right. something in life and um not being not being run by fear
1: and along those same lines too like we are going to talk about our experiences with our own businesses which happens to be our our careers but that doesn't mean it doesn't also apply to a job
0: in general or like you said just like everyday. right like you don't have to like have started your own business for this to apply to you exactly um yeah it can kind of apply to everyone
1: yeah and everything so i'll start off um by asking you Ask me. these questions, um, so when I know probably in our last episode on our jobs, like what we do, mm-hmm. you touched on like how you started in marketing and how you kind of like slowly shifted into working for a, fi- a fitness right. position, and so we kind of have heard about how. How you, quote unquote, got into it. But like, what was the moment that you actually realized, wait a second, I don't want to be doing marketing for a fitness company. I want to be coaching and actually in the fitness industry.
0: Yeah, I would say like the moment I stepped into fitness was kind of like just kind of stepping in the shallow end and not thinking like, oh, this could be what I do full time ever. Um, that was when Michael and I were dating and he was like, why are you working a nine to five job that you hate? Like, why wouldn't you just try? Right. So that was like him kind of like holding my hand and walking me into the shallow end. And then, um, honestly to, to be completely like, uh, honest would be this year. Like beginning of this year, I was like thinking to myself, I have always seen soul as like a passion project and never like wanted it to be for money. And, and it's, it's not really something that makes me a, a ton of money yet, but I think that I, what I realize is that like people who are also passionate about your business, like want to support and value you. And I didn't realize my value until like January or February. And that's yeah. when I started thinking like, Hmm, maybe I could just, do soul one day right. and that's not today and it might not be tomorrow but it's like now it is ingrained into me that that is something that I will be doing right one day and that will be all I'm doing
1: and that has like set the fire in the yeah future.
0: so yeah. that mo- like that momentum or that like I guess encouragement to like step into that was like it just ignited it and now I'm like not- nothing's gonna hold me back even though it's hard yeah. So
1: I love that. So, what was step one for you when you decided? I know yours is a little. There's a couple different oh layers because we've yeah. got like what started Soul as a as a entity in itself, but then like what
0: was the first step in a diving big, into fitness? Yeah, a big step for me was taking the just taking the certification test. Like, yeah. uh, and it, that's that's like not a big step for everyone because. No, Most people is. are really good test takers or like really smart, and I'm not saying I'm not smart. i am I am smart, but I have I have to study a lot. And like at the time that I was taking this test or studying for this test, I had jobs, multiple right. jobs, right. And so like it wasn't like I could just focus on this completely. So I actually failed my certification test this two times. Mm-hmm. And after the second time, I like looked at Michael and I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to be a fitness coach. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, isn't what God wanted me to do. And he was like, I don't know. I just don't think that it's that cut and dry. Like, I think maybe God's, like, teaching you, like, to persevere. Yeah. And so I was like, whatever. So literally the last test, I, like, went into the last um, test, like, prepared, but not, like, super overwhelmed like I was the first two times, which is another stress um, lesson. But I passed. And I was like, oh. Like, I think that... once yeah once I passed the test it was like oh I can do this right um and that was like obviously a huge like tangible step that needed to be done in order to like legally to be official yeah (laughs) that's so funny because I
1: remember the very first time I met you we ran into each other at drift yeah and you were studying for that exam oh my
0: gosh you're right
1: and I failed that one and I was like I can help you. I've taken this before. Like I've done a couple of these certs and you were like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. And yeah, I was like helping you with some of those. uh, Like the way they trick you. The words are so
0: tricky. I'm like, I'm not a scientist. I'm I'm not a
1: doctor. People just need to know the information. They don't need to be tricked into knowing the
0: information. Yeah. And so when I'm like, because of my like high anxiety, just in general, like when I see trick questions, I like overthink the crap out of them. And then like, I have, like, 16 answers in my head, and I'm like, all right, I'm a terrible test taker because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, it, anyways, all that to say, passing that test made me realize, like, I can be a coach. Yeah. And then once you start coaching, and you get, like, like this is why I'm so about words of affirmation, it's, like, once you get, like, people's feedback, and they're like, hey, I'm learning a lot, or you're doing a great job, or you really motivated me, that m- pushes you to be like, oh, I am actually going to do this, right. you know, so. right. It was just taking that first little step, awesome. Which was a big step for me to yeah. pass. <laughs>
1: well, but that's the thing; like, it's you got to start somewhere, and sometimes it's just putting the test date on your calendar. Yeah, like not even taking the test, like just signing up for it. Yeah, and signing up
0: for it and being like, "Holy crap!" Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. So just and making an happen. investment. Like we might cover this later, but like that's actually my next. My next. Oh, question. okay. Go for it. <laughs> what investments did you make
1: in yourself to further your business and career?
0: I mean, investments would be like financially speaking. I that certification is like eight hundred dollars to like sign up for the test. What? Well, it's six hundred dollars to like sign up for all the material, and then it was like two hundred dollars once I failed the first test to retake it. So I ended up paying like eight hundred dollars total. The ACE certification. Yeah, that's, it was nuts.
1: That must have been have gone up because when I w- got ACSM certified, it was like. Two eighty five, and then I maybe had to buy the textbook for another like one eighty or like two hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, it was expensive, it and I crazy. remember like driving home from church with Michael one day in November, the November before I met you, so right before we got married, I guess, and he we were driving home from the bridge, and he was like, "I saw I like set up a um, email." Like, for to get emails for updates on, like, when it had discounts for the pricing. So, I was right. like, I'll just wait. Yeah. So, there was, like, some discount, like $100 off or something. And I, like, opened the email on the, in the car. And I was like, oh, there's $100. He was like, sign up right now. And I was like, that's, like, a big chunk of yeah. change. And he was like, do it right now or you're never going to do it. Yeah. And so, I did. And I was like, oh, gosh. So, like, yeah, just putting it on my calendar. I was like, I have six months. But in six yeah. months, I have to, like, yep. take this test. And I've already paid the money. So, and that's what I tell people too with like f- fitness or setting goals in general. Like, so this is like, this is where it doesn't apply to necessarily just being an entrepreneur. Like a lot of people will complain when they think about health, like, oh, now I have to shop organic or I have to get all this stuff. And like fast food so much cheaper. But like if you spend the money that is like an accountability factor that like right. pushes you to actually do what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. So if you spend the money on a personal trainer, which is expensive, right. You got to show up now because mm-hmm. you've you've like put a financial investment into it. And I think the same Heck goes yeah. for a business. Like yeah. once you spend the money, you're like, "All right, well, I'm I'm in. Right. I got to do this now." Right. And so along with that buying um, equipment for my home training gym was a big deal too. Yep. And just yeah, so financial investments like you don't think about what it costs to start your own business, um, but it does cost something, and I think that holds you accountable.
1: Yeah, it does. So, so how have you found ways to continue growing in in this
0: field? Um, So I've, I just had a, um, that video chat with Jenna last week and Mm -hmm. she asked something similar to like the growth, like what was the growth of soul or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, so slow and steady wins the race for me. Um, because it's not something that I can just like, I could, but like, I'm trying to be smart and wise about finances. Like I can't just like jump in and like buy a gym and like do this right now. Like I'm taking the slow and steady route of like building relationships and, like, maintaining, like, um, maintaining those relationships to, like, eventually get referrals and kind of, like, just grow my own personal brand right now. Yeah. So, like, the steps that I'm taking right now are just trying to, like, slowly grow the community, like, Wilmington community, um, one event or one workout at a time. And maybe that's, like, one person joins a month. That's fine with me. Mm -hmm. And then... But the the investment I'm trying to make right now and I'm actually putting um, finance and ad dollars behind it is the app because Mm -hmm. I really, like, I really want that to take off, not just so I can make extra money. I mean, that's great. But also because, like, I've seen, like, seeing the messages that come in from these women who have made the investment, $30 a month to, like, take care of their bodies and seeing the changes that they've made internally, not just externally, is, like, why I do this. And if I never open a gym one day, then, like, that's how Soul's going to, like, that's how the message of Shameless Living is going to encourage women globally mm-hmm. is through the internet. Yeah. And so I'm, like, I really want to, like, really invest in this because if this grows, then I'm able to reach so many more women that I could just, then I could reach in Wilmington. Right, and just like my 30 people a class twice a week you know so yeah right now we have 17 like committed girls and if that's all it is then that's great but like I want like 70 committed girls right. not not for numbers sake but just like you see the messages come in like their yeah. their lives are changing and it's yeah. so cool so that's kind of what my investment or my focus is for growth right now is the app and just like continuing one-on-one relationships here yeah that was like this. so long-winded no I to learn how to shut up
1: no that was great I mean, this is what this podcast is about
0: yeah so if you're interested in the app <laughs> we'll put the link in the show notes but it really is great I mean yeah and you've put a lot of work I have put into a lot it. of work into it and like I think that what sets soul uh, the soul app apart from like every other app you see on your Instagram feed is like the personal touch to it. Like, if you sign up for an app with, like, someone who has a million or two million followers, you'll still get great workouts. But, like, that accountability factor, like, I read every single message, and I, like, freak the freak out. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is so cute. Like, I'm so proud of you. And, like, I answer, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, th- that's going to be rare to find. And maybe as I grow, I'll have to hire people to help me message everyone. But, like,
1: yeah.
0: I love that. And me I think too. that kind of adds the personal touch to this app. Yeah. So anyways
1: I feel that way about a lot of my business too It's like I don't like to just automate everything or just make it about like delivering images and getting in and getting out yeah it's about there's so much about relationships and I think
0: that's what makes people successful like yeah at least in like I had a conversation with um a business guy yesterday who um was asking me like what are your future goals like Mm kind of like coaching me and I was like you know I know you're going to tell me I'm dumb because, like, my goal isn't to, like, double the price of soul and, like, you know, make a bunch of money by November of 2020, 2020, like, a year from now. Like, that would be cool. But, like, I just want to, like, keep encouraging women. And, like, I don't really care if that means I make a ton more money or I stay Stay where I'm at. Yeah. As long as, like, women are still, like hearing this message of shameless living and being like, oh, I want I want to step into that. Right. And he was probably like... And but I told him, value... I was like, you're probably going to roll your eyes at me and be like, just yeah. like everyone else, you're, yeah. you need to do this, do that. But it's not about finances for me.
1: But, I mean... But finances would be that, great. <laughs> that's where, yeah, that's where there's value in it, right? Like, that's what makes you relatable and why people are drawn to you. And then, in turn, you will be more successful. And in that, people... yeah continue to value and compensate
0: for that and and in in turn have more joy right like if you're not sometimes when you overwork yourselves like we listened to a podcast this weekend called like the happiness lab and the title of this show was like the unhappy millionaire and this guy like won the lottery and he had like a pretty simple life and like he wins the lottery and like everything falls apart Mm -hmm. with money yeah and so it kind of shared some stats of like once you make like I think the stat was like on average one per if you make seventy thousand for a household like you're actually like at the most content that money will ever bring you like once you go above that, it doesn't your lifestyle or your happiness level doesn't really change your yeah. lifestyle might like you might get a boat or right. you know a nicer car, but like your happiness level doesn't change, and so Michael and I try yeah. to focus on that as like.
1: I was listening to a podcast too on the way over here, one of the uh, gold digger episodes, which I haven't really been listening to that a lot lately. Either. So I Need just to decided to it. turn one back on, and um, I do miss like the older episodes of like the way that Jenna used to be when she was a photographer. But mm-hmm. I do still like her a lot, and um, I just don't listen quite as often. But anyway, she was interviewing this guy, and he he said something similar to like, you know, money can buy you happiness, like. It makes me happy when I get a really nice car and it makes me really happy when I can buy a new pair of shoes or whatever that might be, but it doesn't bring you fulfillment. And so that's something I found too with like when I was in the fitness industry is like I definitely didn't make any money. (laughs) I mean, I made a salary, but it was a very small salary. And at the time I was like, you know, all that matters is I'm doing what I love. I can pay my bills, I, I can pay eat. My bills. I love doing this. Yeah. But then, you know, I did definitely reach like a max out point where I was like, uh, I still love what I do, but like it's also really hard to know that I'm like never going to grow from this yeah. point. So, and how sometimes are ways that I
0: can continue that and sometimes just staying in that in that like, oh, I'm fine with this salary. Sometimes that's a limiting belief for you to be like, right. I can't grow. Right. When you actually can, you just got to figure out ways. what way that is. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's like more more of like a internal like fear or doubt, mm-hmm. which is something you need to stomp on. Yeah, because it's cool to grow. Like, absolutely. And
1: yeah. you're right.
0: Making money it it does show, like I said earlier, that value that people right. have in you. Like they value your time and your skills, and what your product is, whatever that might be. And mm-hmm. they're like, I want to invest in that.
1: Because guess what? If you're not feeling like you're valued, you're going to start to resent what you do. You're going to you get better. Like, like I went through a little phase before I started raising some of my prices, where people would just continually ask for discounts or like couldn't couldn't pay what I was asking, or and I would always like be willing to take yeah. it down. And then after a while, I was like, I literally can't run a business like this. And the people that want to work with me, that will value me, will pay what I'm worth and what I know I'm worth. And then those are the right clients that come in and totally. le-
0: legitimately make you so happy. Yeah.
1: So. It's a a vicious
0: cycle. Tanya Rad, going back to Becca Tilly Tanya Rad podcast, she always says when it comes to dating, so this can be applied to dating too, she always (laughs) says, like, I'm so sick of giving discounts. No more discounts. Everyone has to pay full price (laughs) (laughs) to, like, go on a date with me. And she just meant, like, she's just, like, making excuses and compromising and settling for guys that weren't worth her time. Yep. Love it. Um. Well, should we switch gears to Chelsea sure. Allegro photography? <laughs> sure. Okay. So, when did you realize that you wanted to make a a career shift, and that shift being like photography? Yeah. Because you're still you still dabble in fitness, but yeah. like full time photography.
1: Mm-hmm. Honestly, so the moment that I knew I wanted to pursue photography in general was when I did engagement pictures for my friend Becky. Um, where, you posted that recently. Yeah, I posted one of the pictures. And this sounds so corny, but it legitimately was, like, instantaneous, where I was like, holy crap, this is what I – I want to do this. Yeah. And that's when I started just, like, diving in headfirst, but I was still working a full-time job and um, – I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do at that point. Like I knew I wanted to build a business and one day like, hey, when I'm a mom or something, maybe I could do that full-time and do fitness part-time yeah. because that would make sense for my family. So I never really like thought it was going to come to what it is now this quickly. Um, because when we moved to Wilmington and I quit my full-time job in fitness and Raleigh, I was still talking to people here and in and, and applying for full-time fitness positions here i remember I thought, that like how can i go from a full-time job and salary with benefits to just like being here and not knowing what the heck i'm doing yeah. it was a struggle and so i had applied to jobs at like uncw and i was working at um, another corporate facility here who said that he might have a full-time position for me at some point and um So there was just like little opportunities here and there, but none of them were like quite ready yet to hire anything full-time. So I was just dabbling to continuing to grow my business and working part-time in fitness. And so I guess like the actual time when I realized that I wanted to do it full-time was maybe around this time last year, my boss at my part-time fitness job wanted to kind of work on getting me on board full time for the spring. I remember this, yeah. And yeah, I talked about it at church. I was yeah. like, oh, "This is crazy, but I'm gonna turn it down." And I thought, like, I literally was in contact for him for like a year and a half to two years while I was in in Raleigh because I knew I wanted to move to Wilmington, and I thought that was my in. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can once just I get, get this. A if I get this job, job then, I'm good. Then it's right. a legitimate reason to leave, you know? Yeah. And so. When he asked me about it, like, oh, you know, I'd love to hire you full-time when this position opens, I was like, I am so sorry, but I don't want it. Like, I, and I knew in my heart, but it didn't, I didn't fully know that until the opportunity presented itself. Yeah. Because for a while, I was trying to do it all. I was trying to stay an expert in fitness and also build my business and become a really great photographer, but then I realized, like, I can't do it all and it's okay to not do it all. I was having a really hard time with letting go of the fact that I had just put my entire college degree and five years of experience and in certifications into this industry that
0: I no longer wanted. Yeah. So I think that's I've, really good advice. Like as far as like a tangible tip goes, it's like, let go. Yeah. Like sometimes, sometimes that step you need to take is to quit mm-hmm. what you're doing yeah. To get a little fire under your booty. Yeah. And I mean, d- be smart about it. Like, have some savings and, like, you know. Right. I have that in the list of, of stuff. Tangible that tips. Yeah. In our tips after
1: this. But, yeah, I that was the true, like, holy crap. I mean, yeah, this is the moment where, at that point, I knew, all right, I'm going to start taking steps little by little to
0: make this what I do. And here we are. So. Yeah, and that was a year ago. hmm That's nuts. Yep. Okay, so what... You said maybe, would you say that the first step was you kind of turning that job down into making your goal a reality? Or was it like b- before, before that? Before that. I mean, well,
1: yes. In terms of like, like going full physical time. physical step, yeah. Yeah, in terms of going full time from taking that shift in my career. Right. Yes. In terms of um, getting into photography in general, my first step was buying a camera.
0: Yeah, and, that first
1: investment. And then I would just, like, watch endless hours of YouTube videos and and just get out there and start shooting and start doing and practicing. And um, one thing led to another. But, yeah, in terms of, like, the actual career shifting, I'd say. That and then ultimately quitting that job yeah. down the road where I just I loved it. But I, I was drowning, like legitimately drowning. I was the most stressed I've probably ever been mm-hmm. in the spring, like winter, spring, because I was balancing all of it. And that's when business started to really pick up. And I wasn't quite making the salary where I felt like I could be full-time photography. But I was like, I probably never will get there if I don't get you don't time. some things. I don't have time. It's like a, well, what comes first? You know? Chicken or the egg. Chicken or the egg. Do you... Take the risk and, and quit the job and put all of your time and energy into building
0: something? Or do you just wait forever? Yeah. So. Bobby Bones, he's a radio DJ. Yeah. That I love. And he has, He always says, fail until you don't. So, like, just keep messing up until one day you don't mess up. Mm-hmm. Like, so maybe the mess up, quote unquote, is like quitting a job. Mm-hmm. Like, fail at that so that you can succeed somewhere else. Yeah. I love that um, little tip. Okay. So... The investment you made would be buying the camera, that first investment. Yeah. And then what other investments have you had to make to start your own business?
1: Well, there's a lot (laughs) that come with photography. Um, Initially, all I really did was, excuse me, get my camera and then get a nice lens Mm -hmm. or like a nicer lens than it comes with. And that's all it really took to like start shooting and actually making some money off of um, shoots. But then I signed up for a couple like workshops and stuff, and those were really pivotal in just hearing from another professional that's been in the industry for many years and like building a community. Like I met so many women in the workshops that I went to that I'm still friends with today. Mm-hmm. That I still we still work together, refer people to each other, second shoot for each other. Did you meet
0: Becca at a workshop? Um,
1: I oh, no, y'all no, went to. A we workshop just went to, to one yeah, one yeah, yeah. We knew each other before, but um couple other of my photography friends friends I met through workshops and that like learning it was like a whoo information overload and you feel like you just have to go out and start doing everything right away so I'll just take like one thing that I learned at a time and start implementing yeah little by little and um that drastically changed my business um and then sometimes it's an investment of your time yeah like you know second shooting and just asking to go talk to people and and hear them out or sitting in on other people's shoots and just learning from that and
0: yeah I think a lot of what people don't realize with business is like you can't be too greedy to like make a buck in the beginning like the beginning is a lot of like bartering and like working for free and Mm -hmm. showing your skills and learning other people their skills so that you can like be better exactly and you might not make any money
1: exactly yeah
0: um so that's a good little Mm -hmm. nugget (laughs) yep be prepared to work for free for a little bit
1: yeah
0: um so how do you find ways to continue like mixing it up and loving photography
1: I well I think this goes in line with one of the tips that I'm going to give later and in the list that I wrote out but learning how to value myself was huge in allowing myself to continue loving what I do because like I mentioned earlier I was starting to feel a little bit of burnout and like whenever people would ask me for discounts or like oh gosh I'm just never gonna make money because guess what as you grow as you start to shoot weddings there's more investments that come in yeah I you gotta to spend pay more for, to make more yeah I have to pay for all these lenses which people don't realize are literally thousands of dollars per lens um softwares and the sites that I have to host like my galleries and my websites on and my and finances and all of those things you have to pay taxes Mm -hmm. so it all starts to add up and you come to a point where you have to draw a line and once I did that and decided to put my pricing where it's at now um and where I can continue to grow from as well I started getting clients that were like actually ideal clients Mm -hmm. that I really want to be working with and that I'm excited about and that vibe with me and keep me excited about what I'm doing. So I feel like that was a huge thing. Um And then the industry in and of itself is easy to do it with because everything's always different. Like you go to a new venue, new people, new color schemes, most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Unless there's something super trendy like like blues right now. Um, <laughs> is but that trendy so, right now? Yeah, blues are super trendy. I feel like the last... Several weddings and the next few that I have will be like. Oh yeah, some like that light blue. blue that yeah, dusty. Yeah, like lights light dusty blues and mm-hmm. which is beautiful.
0: Um and they're all a little different in their own way. When I got but married even a year ago, the trend was what I did. Yeah, the, the neutrals and I did it because it was a trend. Yeah. I was like, I loved this. Yeah. The neutrals There's and greenery. Wrong with it. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I think those are
0: just the ways that I continue to keep loving it. Yeah, it's always changing. Yeah. All right, so let's go into those like tangible things that we can. Yeah, those tangible tips.
1: Tangible tips and action items. Action I feel items. Like such an official podcast. Yeah, we have like an
0: agenda, <laughs> like a meeting
1: agenda. <laughs> I know, and this is just some notes that we've done on my iPhone. Um, so going back to what Catherine said earlier, the first thing, in my opinion, is to let go of fear and control. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one, one thing that. I think a lot of the girls that came to the workshops that we did
0: really feared is putting themselves out there. Right. Like we did a whole thing on like post something on social media right now. Yes. To say like, hey,
1: this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And let go of the fear of judgment and maybe money, time, um, and like I said, control and
0: being okay with knowing that you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And like with that, like – You wrote on this list, which I'm glad you did, is, like, post about your business a lot. You might lose followers because... But whatever. That's just not your ideal follower. Right. You know, I I had a hard time with that because I had lost a lot of followers that were maybe for, you know, account... Like, acquaintances of mine, but... Because they didn't want to see fitness stuff all the time, but... That's okay. I had a hard time because I was, like, trying to people-please everyone and give them the, like, I guess the uh, content that they wanted to read. But Mm -hmm. I was also trying to share, like, be vulnerable and share about this, like, brand-new journey I'm on. And if you don't want to hear about it, whatever. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Follow someone else. (laughs) That's that's one of the huge things we teach in the workshop is just presenting yourself as what you want to be. So, like, don't go out there and say – oh, I'm an aspiring trainer or an aspiring photographer. No, you are a trainer. You are a photographer. So start Mm. portraying yourself as that because, you know? Snaps. That's so good. You can't just, like, wait for the perfect time for your work to be good enough or to feel like you have enough clients to start portraying yourself as that because who the heck is going to know to come to you if that's not
0: what you're presenting yourself as? So true. And if you're not confident in that, then no one's going to hire you. Yeah, so. There's this um, guy named Bob Goff. Some of our listeners might know who he is. Do you know who he is? He wrote like Love Does. He's like an author really and lawyer, weird. like a Christian speaker kind of. But he has this like quote that in his last book that's like, don't tell someone who they are, tell them who they're becoming. Mm-hmm. And Michael and I like love that. And so I find myself a lot speaking like negativity over myself. Like even some like couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm not a good wife. And he used to say, like, he'll say, like, no, you are a good wife. And right. you will be a great mom. Like, he says right. that. And and that's kind of what you just said. Like, I am a trainer. Right. Kind Like, if you speak life into what you're becoming, that comes true. Yeah. Then you don't give identity to this former self or this, like, right negative outlook on who you are. Like, it, mm-hmm. you can speak life into yourself. I remember it being scary, though. Like,
1: when I first started with shooting I was like oh I don't want to say I'm a photographer because I'm not that good yet but you got to get somewhere you know you have to start somewhere and the minute you start like owning that is when you start to really grow and like step into and it's
0: exciting to be like I'm a coach yeah that's what I do I when I filled out my massage little you know questionnaire that they give you yeah you have to write your occupation I remember getting so excited because I were like fitness coach yeah and she read it and she was like oh I've never seen fitness coach I've always seen like fitness instructor yeah that's cool and I'm like right like I can make that up (laughs) like I I can name my I can create my own title I know I remember writing that
1: down at like the doctor or something recently I, I put wedding photographer and I was like proud of myself for like not even flinching at writing that mm-hmm. I was like no that's what I've been doing the last few years it's okay for me to write that now
0: so this is such a cheesy like uh, relatable thing but like remember when you were in a relationship like back in high school or college yep. and you would become like a Facebook official yep. like the second you put like in a relationship with it was like now was we're real. real yeah that's kind
1: of the same thing it is but it's so true it's
0: validating yeah um okay
1: you want to read the second one
0: yeah, we skipped that one, right? Yeah. The starting with a small goal. Yeah. Yeah. So we t- kind of touched on this earlier. Like, my small goal was like getting certified, like, start somewhere, even if it's something like, you know, maybe that something is like downloading an app that allows you to like edit photos, or yeah. I don't know, like, or just buying, reaching out to another person getting, that you
1: admire and getting coffee for help.
0: with yeah. someone in your industry or, um, posting on instagram saying like i want to be a photographer who can help me you know like kind of taking that one baby step towards being bold yeah
1: um
0: and just like maybe take the time today and whatever you want to do whether it's business or relationship relationships or finances or whatever moving somewhere new like write down your goal Mm -hmm. and like put next to it a date that you will do it by michael's big on like saying like okay well when are we getting this done by Right. because I'm like all about like dreaming but then when I actually have to like put a timetable on it it's like oh uh. yep it so it write a real. date down
1: I love that um third is be okay with being uncomfortable and not being an expert at something right away so being like for me it was having to let go of no longer being considered the fitness expert and being a beginner photographer when I started out so but that's okay. Everyone starts somewhere, and you will get there. Yeah, it just you have to be okay with being in that uncomfortable state and asking for
0: help. I was gonna say, ask for help. Yeah, like because people really want to give help mm-hmm. and want to. Like, you know, love people, love to feel needed, right? So, like, I remember when I started coaching at Axis, like I would show up 15 minutes early and ask the coach to walk through every single. Um, movement with me so that I made sure I didn't screw it up because I didn't know all the movements perfectly. I was just figuring out fitness for myself. Exactly. So if I wouldn't have done that, then I probably would have messed up someone's experience because I was embarrassed to ask for help, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Same thing goes with like, if you're going, if you want to move to a new city, know that
1: you're going to be, Awkward. Awkward at first, and you're going to have to reach out to people, and you're
0: not going to have a, a large friend group right away. And Yeah, and you got to go into, like, coffee shops and sit down with people <laughs> like I did and ask them to be your friend. Yeah. And if they want to get tacos later.
1: <laughs> it works, people. Mm-hmm. It really does.
0: Okay, next is, we already touched on this, but let people know that you are a photographer, you are a fitness coach, or you are a whatever you want to be. And then be consistent about, like, posting about it and sharing your dreams and your goals. Right. And even, like, writing them down, even if it's in private. Like, keep that consistency going. Or mm-hmm. once you lose that little bit of fire or flare, it's easy to just, like, turn back. Right. Like, it's easier to quit than it is to keep going. but But right. to keep going is so much more worth it. Right. More, you know.
1: Yeah, you can't just Satisfying. post about you doing it every, like, four months and expect people to think that you're still growing and yeah. still even doing it, you know, in the first place. So that's huge. Um, never stop learning and growing. So just continue to aspire and figure out areas and where you can continue and improve and, and do better. Be
0: humble enough to know you're not the best at what you do and you can right. always grow. But at the same time... Know your value. Know your worth. Appreciate how far you've come.
1: See see value in and celebrate the little, the little things. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I used to book a shoot, I would tell Jordan I have a new shoot. And then eventually it's like, you know, your full-time job and I don't need to tell him every little bit anymore. But, you
0: know, celebrate all those yeah. little
1: victories because they do and,
0: add up. And a part of that is, like, remembering where you came from. Like, when I started Soul... I, the first group we ever had, three girls came. Yeah. And even when you moved here, I maybe had, like, eight a to handful, ten, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. And, like, now there's, like, 20 40. to 30. So one day there was 42. It was nuts. Yeah. And, like, Michael will call me out when I come home, and I'll be like, oh, there's only 14. He's like, only 14? That's a full class. Like, yeah. do you remember how it used to be? And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. That was great. Exactly. So remember, like, that perspective and where you came from and... Mm-hmm. Appreciate what you're doing. Know your worth. All right. Do we touch them all? Yeah. Oh, oh, and then lastly. The last one.
1: <laughs> we're going to do a little shameless plug here. Um, shameless plug. Our last tip of advice would be to invest in opportunity to have accountability and community and inspiration to grow. So whether that is signing up for the Soul app and f- accomplishing your fitness goals or um, or signing up for a workshop in your area or whatever that might be. Just like take that step. It's gonna be worth the investment. Um, we're gonna go ahead and plug our next workshop. I'll be hosting it on February 22nd, 2020. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday and it's going to be um, in the Wilmington area, not exactly in Wilmington, but it's like 15, 20 minutes from here. So yeah. even if you don't live here and you wanna come from out of town, that would be amazing it's gonna be dope it's gonna be so much fun the last one we had was incredible um basically it's a full day workshop and there will be options for half day or full day tickets Mm -hmm. so the half day would be if you are an entrepreneur an inspiring entrepreneur or you just want to come see what this is all about and explore it um really just for female entrepreneurs to all learn and grow together so we go over everything from Legitimately starting your business, getting it off the ground, all the legalities of that. Um, Catherine comes in and does an incredible portion on marketing, social media marketing, discovering your brand and your ideal client and how to speak to them. Um, And then we also have Chrissy Denoyer who is a CPA and she's awesome at what she does. She's helped me a ton. And at the last workshop, I think that's what everyone walked away with the most like
0: uh aha moments because she's so good at explaining in like layman's terms what you need to do. Like sometimes it's like you're talking to a doctor and they use all these big fancy words. You're like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Yeah. So she makes you feel like you can do taxes. Exactly. You can do taxes. You can keep track of your finances. You are capable. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: she does a really great job of covering all those grounds and she'll be there as well. Um, and then that'll include, like, coffee and snacks and, and lunch. And then the second half of the day would be where, if you're a wedding photographer, you would attend the entire day. So you would just stay through lunch um, and to dinner. And the second half of the day will be um, a styled wedding shoot with a, an actual couple and a beautiful setup. Last year was unreal. Um, well, I guess not last year. This past July. It'll be next year by the time yeah. this workshop is. Um and we'll go over camera settings, lighting, posing, the whole client experience, um, forming wedding timelines, gallery deliveries, editing, blogging, you name it. We, we go over as much as we can into those final like five hours. Um, so it's gonna be a really fun time. The tickets are not on sale yet, but if you're interested in signing up and you wanna know when they're gonna be up, you can go to the link in my profile on Instagram. I think I can. We need to make a link tree on the podcast. Instagram yeah, I'll make for one all today. Our stuff. Um, and you can go ahead and leave your email, and I will only email you when there's news. So I'm not going to like bombard your inbox or anything like that, but it'll send you an email when to expect that the tickets will go live. And it'll just be a really fun time pouring into each other. I feel like all the girls from the last couple workshops have maintained those relationships yeah they'll even sometimes still reach out to me for little things and i'm so happy to help and see so many of them grow it's insane and you meet community through trying
0: new things right like yeah a couple of the girls who went to that last one came to start coming to soul because i talked you know so it's like you kind of meet new people through trying something you've never done before so it's a cool way to build community and
1: it just makes you feel good to to invest in in your dream
0: yeah so, it's like, whether you're taking been, a step towards me.
1: Yeah. So, whether you've been doing something for a long time, whether that be, you know, coaching or being a photographer, whatever, I feel like everyone can still walk away with like so much new good nuggets of goodness. Yeah. <laughs> whether you know what you're doing fully little, or not. Little yeah, chicken so.
0: nuggets of goodness.
1: Yeah. So, that's it. We hope this helped you guys and inspired you in some way.
0: We're still pushing each other every day. Yeah. So. And stay tuned to ne- for next week. We have a cool guest, uh, Maxie McCoy, coming on the podcast. She is an author. Um, she wrote a book that's geared towards kind of like, I, I would say, me. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, young professional women who kind of are entering this new season of adulthood, and it's called You're Not Lost. And it kind of just like, it's her own personal experiences recognizing that like, if you feel lost right now in this transition time, or if you feel like you don't have your crap together you're not alone and um she's just she's a hoot so i'm really excited to have her on and like kind of share that message so yeah, i'm
1: excited too it'll be dope
0: lots of good interviews coming your way y'all I can't wait. <laughs>